So that's introduction. I just want you guys to chill. I'll be back in a few. So get ready for a very interesting documentary. It's the first documentary of this podcast. And let's be very short. We'll be afraid yet. Stay tuned. Now let's go into who the Trucks is. Trucks was born on November 16, 1956, in Excels in Belgium. Trucks was a serial killer and a child molester convicted of having kidnapped, tortured, and sexually abused six girls during 1995 and 1966. But we'll get into that. That's a very gruesome story for later. The Trucks was the eldest of five children. His parents, both teachers, immigrated to the Belgian Congo and returned to Belgium in 1960. He separated in 1971 and the Trucks stayed with his mother but left at the age of 16. He worked briefly as a prostitute serving men and he married his first wife at the age of 19 where they had two kids. He later divorced her in 1983. At this point, he already had an affair with Michelle Martin. The two would eventually have three kids together. They got married in 1989 while both of them were in prison. He later divorced in 2003 while still in prison. So, before the prison story, who was he? What is the story? Well, Ditro was an unemployed electrician and had a long criminal history involving car theft, mugging, and drug dealing. He's the classic life of a psychopath. February 1986, Ditro and Martin were arrested for abducting raping five young girls. In April 1989, he was sentenced to 13 and a half years in prison while Martin received a sentence of five years. Showing good behavior in prison, he was released on parole in April 1992. Having served slightly more than three years, having served like slightly more than three years rather, upon releasing the, the throne, His mom wrote a letter by herself to the prison director, though we don't know the contents. After his release, he was able to convince a psychiatrist that he was disabled, resulting in the government's pension. He was later given sleeping pills and sedatives from the doctor, which of which <laughs> later you see his uses. He came to own seven houses and most of them were vacants. He can't live in seven houses, obviously. So he had a lot to spare. He had a house in Marcinel, near Sherioli. Here he lived most of the time. He started to construct a concealed dungeon in the basement, hidden behind a massive concrete door disguised as a shelf. 
the cell was 2.5 meters long, less than three meter, less than a meter wide, and 1.64 meters high. Here, he kept the legume age eight, and Melissarus also age eight as hostage, where he had, when he had kidnapped them on June 4, 1995. Also, we believe it was as at this time. They had been kept in prison in the cellar for a very long time when he repeatedly sexually abused them and produced pornographic videos. Later on, 17-year-old Anne Marshall and 19-year-old Effie Lambert were kidnapped on August 2, 1995 while on a camping trip in Austin, probably by drugs and his drug-addicted accomplice, Michel Lambert. Who, was also, who wasn't being paid in cash but in drugs as all addicts would love to be. Since the dungeon was already in use, he didn't keep these two girls there. He had taken them to his house and handcuffed them in the bedroom in the bedroom there. His wife was aware of all these activities and the prosecution alleged that Dutro killed Marshall and left his land back several weeks later. But the exact circumstances of their murder remain unknown to date. In late 1995, the troops came under investigation for the involvement of stolen cars and was in custody from November 6 to March 20th of 1996. December 6 of 1995, that is. It is likely that Lejeune and Melissa Russell starved to death during this period. In late 1995, the came under investigation for his involvement in stolen cars, as Sawyer had said that earlier. Sabrina Dendro was kidnapped and imprisoned in the dungeon on 28th of May 1996 on her way to school. On Saturday, my birthday. <laughs> Probably she was in the rocks and her accomplice was Michelle Lebrun. She was 12 at the time. August 9, 1996, the two men still again kidnapped a 14 year old Latelia Delhez while she was walking home. At night, from a public swimming pool, police investigation found an eyewitness who would remember, remember part of a license plate which marks which matched the truth. This was destroyed and broke the camel's back. You know, classic thing. You make possible mistake and everybody catches up with you. So at this point, they already had information about his car, which was his license plate, and drugs, his wife. Martin and Ruby were arrested August 3, 1996. A search of their houses didn't turn up anything, and two days after, both Durox and Ruby confessed to their crimes. Then the drugs led investigators to the dungeon where they had hidden in the basement. We talked about this earlier. Where Sabine Dendrin and later Delhez were found alive. On August 15th, in an interview conducted several years later, Ms. Dandrian related that Drugs and had told her that he was holding this young girl hostage. He wasn't holding this young girl hostage, rather, but she was kidnapped by a guard and he was protecting her. He came here to act as a goody to his gullible wife. The bodies of Julie, Lejeune and Melissa Russo, as well as the drugs supposed accomplice, were later found in his garden in his house. The one we spoke about earlier, 
it was revealed that an autopsy revealed that the two girls died of starvation while the drugs had crushed Weinstein's testicles but he revealed the money that he had kept in a certain hiding place. The drugs then buried his body in the garden. This brought down the tragic end of the drugs. While they searched the house, they discovered that there were tons and tons of videos of which he made with the girls. On June 2nd, the troops received the maximum sentence of life imprisonment. Palmerston received 30 years and the other 25 years. Although Nicole was acquitted of kidnapping and conspiracy charges, he was given 15 years because he was charged and acquitted for drugs. Very intriguing story. Maybe you could go to confirm the facts here. I mean, if you love crime stories, you definitely know that this guy kept himself down for a really long time. Well, the idea of crime stories is not to scare you, but just to give you an edge, put you on your toes, and remember that there are evil people around. <laughs> so, I hope that next time we will have TLC come to tell us, his, tell us the story himself. Uh, for now, this is Jerry. Goodbye for my corner. I love some of you guys next time. God bless.